The legal views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute or contain legal advice. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you. Here this week, I'm so sick. Play the show, play the music again. Are we still going? Yeah. All right, just play the music. <clears throat> okay. How's it going, everybody? You are listening to the Break the Business podcast on Super Bowl Sunday, the big game. My name is David K. Forget what you just heard. That was the voice of my far sicker than I thought friend, Ryan Carella, your normal host of the show. Um, in the run up to this, Ryan, we, you and I have had a conversation, and your voice did not sound like that. We turn on the mics, we hit record, the light, the red lights on, you choke, and you sound awful. Well, when I had to start for oh, God, oh my I'm so, God, I'm sorry. I, <coughs> you 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 admit you didn't sound like this before. Well, because not but we one minute speaking, ago, we were speaking softly before. And now we actually have to talk and project into the microphone. And yeah, now the, my my flu is is taking over. I'm sick. Wow. Okay. Maybe I should take over, which won't be hard because today's a bit light on the uh, scheduled stuff. Yeah. For, so I think is, is this second week in a row? No guests. Thanks for rubbing it in. No guests. By the way, you know we're all here at Break the Business. We're all about helping you, the artist, right? We're trying to help you do sort of like do the internets with the technological things, utilizing Mr. Graham Bell's inventions, new stuff, cutting edge. The Atlantic Cable just got laid. We're really excited about that. Right, Ryan? Oh, thrilled. Oh, my God, bro. What's happening? (laughs) Anyway, we we give you all that stuff. But here's a bit, and I think Ryan will agree, of some pretty important professional advice. Respond to emails. Oh, mm-hmm. If someone sends you an email, respond. It's just, even if it's like a little thing, hey, sorry, can't do it. That's it. That's it. Generally speaking, your phone probably has your email already on it. Yeah. So all you're doing is just opening it, and you're swiping down to refresh, and that's it. Just just, just respond. You will be professional. The people who are communicating with you will think you're professional and give you the benefit of the doubt. And if not, we'll write you off. And now you're bringing this up just completely apropos of nothing, right? Apropos this has, of nothing. This has nothing to do with a guest we may or may no, not no, have no. Had scheduled for you this week. No, no, no. You and I are both working attorneys. Yeah. And this is what we deal with yeah. in our working lives. Professionalism. Yeah. Professionalism. Even, you know, the bar even had us do a course called Practicing with Professionalism. Yeah. We had to take an exam. Yes. on uh, Just on our ethical and professional conduct. On professional responsibility. That's right. And so as an artist... Or whatever you're going to do, you know, in, in whatever job you have, or if you're going to be a guest on a podcast, yeah, it's, it's going to be professional. It's it's, just, it's a rule for life, Ryan, and that's what I think is what why the people come here. Rules for life. <laughs> so anyway, respond to emails. Welcome to the show. This is the Break the Business Podcast. As you know, subscribe to us, please, on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Um, They're free. Well, you know, here's the thing. You know how a lot of shows have a paywall now? Paywalls are being the big thing, and past episodes go behind a paywall, right? Yeah, I've seen that. Earwolf is really big doing that now. Apparently, how all these services. I'm a little disappointed that, uh, unbeknownst to you, 
I've started to put things, some like of our content behind a premium paywall. You know, I'm, it's, it's a beta. It's very new. This you is know, news to me. In it's, fact, it's a hundred dollars a day so far. No one signed up. Um, a little disturbed, a little dismayed. Um, <laughs> I'm hiring some good people at Price Waterhouse to sort of analyze accounting data, um, analyze you know market patterns, fluctuations, people's purchasing history, and everything like that. We're going to get some you know big data farms in oh, here. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. You know, you got to spend money to make money. That's yeah. <laughs> and at least you know, hey, break the business LLC. We're going to spend that money. Oh man. Anyway, uh, if you can follow my friend Ryan at Ryan K A I R, where you know his his horrible, terrible, no good, very bad voice will not <laughs> will not will not infect the the Twitter thing. Although that'd be funny if you if he if it read raspy. I'm not sure how you do that. He put an ass, asterisk or at the end. By the way, read this raspy. If I used a different. That's true. I could. Yeah. Why? Just, no, like a different font. Hey, why are there no italics on text? Like for Twitter, or yeah, yeah, or just like on text on the phone. You know, there's no italicizing. It's not like Microsoft Word. There's no italicizing. Someone should do that. We should create an app. And you're saying that should be raspy voice or something? Italics? No, there's just, there's no way to put emphasis on things. Well, that's what I think. I, I use caps. Caps is screaming. Italics is though like it's more intellectual. It's more cerebral. Yeah. Do you get it? Do you get it in italics? By the way, you I'm, can really, follow me at, I'm really digging this dynamic where I just get to recover from illness and you're just doing all the housekeeping stuff. This is fantastic. Okay. And you can follow me at MetalDave85. That's all good stuff. Um, let's see here. Looking at the board, this is going to be the problem. Oh, did you I actually don't, you email us? Oh, you can email us at breakthebusiness at gmail.com. You know, again, emailing if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> Do we reply, actually, people? Do we? Of course. Okay, we do. And in fact, sometimes we even answer their questions on the show like we did last okay. week. I was making sure I'm not calling the kettle black. No, no. We're, we're super professional around here. Okay. Unlike... Someone someone out there is going like, I didn't get a reply from my email. But then again, okay, you're submitting to a very popular, amazing show. <laughs> you're, there's, a, there's a kind of a, a thought that like, ah, oh, they probably won't email me back. It's, it's tough some weeks, but I feel like we haven't missed anybody. If we've missed you... If you send us an email and I didn't email you back... Yell at Ryan. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I see here our, our first topic is Kesha. Now, I yeah. the, the problem is yours, I don't know what this is about. Yeah. So if I'm going to guess, it's probably about Kesha and Dr. Luke. That's correct. Ooh, okay, good. This is our 10th story on it. We now get a free sandwich. This story just keeps going. It is an unending saga. I thought it ended. I thought it did, too. Well, because... Okay, calm down. Last we spoke... That's true. I really should kind of keep the volume down. Yes, modulate. That's right. If, if I speak calmly. Be the opposite of Jacob Silge. What is that? Remember the guy, Will Ferrell's character that suffered from voice modulation? Oh, that's such a random Saturday Night Live reference. Go look that up, people. Jacob Silge. I know what you're talking yeah. about. But um, but yeah, this. But yeah, if I keep the volume low, I think the, the raspiness All right, doesn't let's, come let's, in. Let's NPR this. <laughs> yeah. Let's WVUM it. So, yeah, I can't really do it that way. Um, so yeah, we remember a few months ago, the California version of this Kesha Dr. Luke lawsuit. Kesha was uh, suing Dr. Luke to try to get out of her uh, recording and production and songwriting agreement with him, alleging that there was you know, physical, emotional, even sexual abuse um, in this contract, and she wanted to get out of it. Uh, she dismissed the lawsuit in California, but there was still one pending in New York. Mm -hmm. And there were some who thought that that one was eventually going to get, that she was going to drop that suit as well. Not the case. In fact, things have 
picked up in intensity in New York. And oh. she, and now there is a, there was some thought that maybe they would even reach a settlement uh, that has died, and now both sides are really fighting at each other again. And uh, Kesha has filed a pretty incendiary counter complaint oh. against uh, Doctor Luke, and 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 thankfully I was able to find it. Because, uh, you know, it's behind, like, the uh, court's password wall, but somebody's a member of the New York bar, ding, ding. So yeah. I was able to find the complaint. Um, it's it, it reads much like that first one that she wrote when Mark Aragos was her lawyer, mm-hmm. which was very, you know, very strong and powerful and read like a Harlequin romance novel. It was so tawdry. <laughs> uh, this one, kind of the same thing. But I wanted to bring it up for this reason, because um, I feel like it is possible and I, and, I, and I say possible, I think this is probably unlikely, but I think it's possible that my Hypebot article could have possibly inspired a piece of this complaint. Are you kidding me right now? I, I kid you are not. You kid- no, are you kidding me? You be the judge. You be the judge, okay? Ha! Huh. Ready? Okay. So I, this is what I wrote in my uh, Hypebot article where I was talking about this case and talking about how um, the real the real or one of the enemies in this Kesha Dr. Luke saga is in fact the exclusive recording agreement. And by its nature and the fact that you can't get out of them can allow toxic relationships to continue. And so I wrote, um, even if you do not believe Kesha's allegations, this is from my article in Hypebot, which is called the Kesha Dr. Luke lawsuit exemplifies everything that is wrong in the music industry. I wrote, Even if you don't believe Kesha's allegations, it seems obvious that her relationship with Dr. Luke was an unhealthy one. And in other kinds of business relationship, the law provides mechanisms for a party to exit the arrangement before things come too poisonous. For example, if Kesha was Luke's employee, Kesha could quit or Luke could fire her. If Kesha and Luke were business partners, either person could dissolve the partnership if they could no longer work with each other. But exclusive recording agreements are unique in their troubling lack of an escape valve for when a relationship becomes contentious, exploitative, or even abusive. Okay? And that was what you wrote on Hypebot, Ryan? That's, That's what right. you want people to know. Okay. That's right, yeah. That's yeah. the main takeaway yeah, my, here. My article that yeah. was published by mm-hmm. a prominent online music publication. You're a disgusting hussy. Go ahead. <laughs> Ready for... Uh, so this is the first line of the Kesha complaint. This is the first... No, this is not the first line of the Kesha complaint. There has to be something else before it. Well, like there's a heading and stuff, but like, the, you know, the first kind of argument. After the jurisdictional statement? Correct. Thank you. Getting all technical here. It's like you're a lawyer or something. God. Yeah, who'd have thunk Okay. It? You can get a divorce from an abusive spouse. You can dissolve a partnership if the relationship becomes irreconcilable. The same opportunity to be liberated from the physical, emotional, and financial bondage of a destructive relationship should be available to a recording artist. Come on, that's that it? Are you serious? Yeah, that's pretty cool. We made the same argument. I think that's awesome. Uh, I feel like, no, audience... Your intention when you brought this up, it sounded pretty much like you're saying this guy stole from you. No, I did. Uh, did I say plagiarism? I said I think it's possible that what I written might have inspired this complaint oh, to some small extent. No, no. You don't think it's interesting that we both made this same argument? First of all, what's with all this flowery stuff? You're just like get in and get out on that complaint, clear and and, and sort of factual statements. What's well, no. what's the federal standard again? What's uh, like short plain statement? Short plain statement. That sir. Well, first of all, this isn't a federal suit. 
Um, okay. Oh, oh, all right, fine, Mr. New York. You tell me, give me the New York rules of civil procedure. Let's go. I'll wait. <laughs> the point, well, no, like, it is true that the way this complaint is written is the same way the Garagos complaint was written in the initial California case, where each paragraph is long, like, each, you know, numbered paragraph is super long, because it's supposed to read like, you know, a short story, because the I audience isn't real because in this case the audience isn't really the judge the audience is public opinion but in a more real way the audience is the judge right except right but like in a legal way right but what the lawyer i think is trying to do is the same thing garagos was trying to do which is trying to sway public opinion and bring it to bear in the litigation right it sounds like you taking credit i'm for not this, for this complaint I'm not! you know what this sounds like ryan <laughs> dying this sounds like alternative facts Okay, you're basically saying you wrote this complaint, word for word. Yes, that's this is fake news, right? I just, I think you know I think that's interesting. That's all I'm, I'm. I'm not. I was far from accusing anybody of plagiarizing everything. I just think it's cool. Okay, I mean you know. Like, and okay, and, here yeah. let, let me not make it plagiarism. Let me say instead, how interesting is it that both me and this lawyer, you know, independently came to this same interesting argument? I think that's cool. That. That that's it. No, wait. Everyone everyone knows that these contracts are burdensome and you can't break them. Well, not everybody knows that because we allow these contracts to exist in this industry, even though it's the only business relationship that seems to exist in the music business that functions this way. Where if they if Kesha and Dr. Luke had any other kind of business relationship, employer, employee, business partner, husband and wife, for God's sake, the law provides a mechanism to say, wow. This relationship is really toxic. We really shouldn't be working together anymore, except for the exclusive recording agreement, which can keep somebody in an agreement long after they should be. Um, so I want to read a little bit more from this. Because, from your, the complaint or from yeah, your article? Because I, I, I want to talk... No, from the complaint. Okay. I'm done reading from my article. From your article on Hypebot? It's from Hypebot, the prominent music industry publication that published my article, yes. What was the title of your article? Uh, the Kesha Dr. Luke lawsuit exemplifies everything that is wrong with the music industry. I can put out a you know, link to the tweet if anyone wants to see the article, you know? You're a whore. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, but... I kind of, I'm going to read a little bit more from this because I want people to see where this case was going because part of the reason why the California suit got dismissed and why Kesha lost her preliminary injunction to, you know, basically get the loss, you get the contract terminated mm -hmm. was that Dr. Luke insisted that he wasn't going to, uh, make Kesha work with him anymore, that the contract would still be in place, but he would step aside, let other producers come in so she wouldn't have to work alongside him every day. Right. That was the deal. So here's what's happened since. Dr. Luke, this is from the complaint. Dr. Luke has insisted, and, you know, of course, allegations, of course, you know, Dr. Luke's going to have a different side to this, and mm -hmm. that's fair, but... Uh, Dr. Luke has insisted that he has yielded no power whatsoever in his ability to make decisions controlling Kesha's music, life, and career. While Kesha moved quickly after the hearing to begin recording a new album, the process was met with intransigence and that only abated because of proceedings in the litigation. While the parties are finally recording to date, no, not one song has been approved, no release date has been set, and there has been no agreement on the critical issue of whether the album will be promoted commensurate with, the artist, with an artist of Kesha's stature and historical success. Kesha cannot be left indefinitely at the hands of Dr. Luke without the protection of the court, or the intervention of Sony uh, as a buffer between Dr. Luke and Kesha. Um, 
In the 11 months since the preliminary injunction hearing, Dr. Luke has deployed other methods of punishment and coercion. As with many abusers, he first cut off Kesha's finances. Between 2014 and 2016, he refused to provide Kesha the payments or even the accounting statements for hundreds of thousands of dollars owed under their music publishing contract. It was not until Kesha's counsel recently threatened further legal action that Dr. Luke released certain funds owed Kesha um, in de December 2016, two years after they were due. Still, he has not paid her for announce amounts owed. And it goes on to say that he's not paying her royalties. He's not meeting with her to discuss the album. Mm -hmm. He's basically ground, you know, grinding the recording process to a halt, according to this complaint. Have you read his uh, the answer to that yet? Uh, it hasn't come in yet. Hasn't come in? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he has not directly responded to this complaint yet. But that's, I mean, I mean that's... that. How, when was that complaint filed? Uh, pretty recently. Okay, uh, so he's, he's within 20 days? Yeah, yeah, no, he's got time. Is New York also 20 days? Uh, I believe so. Why don't you go to your New York uh, bookshelf over here? Oh, yeah, look up the New York. He's got time. He hasn't responded yet. And and you know all these things are. It's never actually going to be 20 days. There's going to be extensions and you know things like that. Well, yeah, but because his lawyers needs to now look up more articles you wrote on, like, maybe CD bait or Sonic Bids. <laughs> all right. So, wait, Sonic Bids? No. Sonic Bids blog. Yeah, Sonic yeah. Bids, yeah. I've never written for them. Okay, but if find something else, be like, oh, we got to get Ryan Carella's thoughts on this. This son of a bitch is the best. Maybe I'll be an expert witness for both sides. Yes. Then you'll open up. Your voice will be dead. And then I'll be, I'll be like, Your Honor, David Kay here, friend of the court. I'll do it. <laughs> they'll be like, this is highly irregular, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, that, wow. Trying to imitate a judge just. Uh, By the way, I think, I think my new goal for today is probably you'll hate this. Maybe see if I can get you worked up to raise your voice a bit. I want to see if I can just kill your voice. Is that a worthy goal of today's episode? That's somehow more worthy than your goal of last week's episode, which was to blind me with my desk lamp. Oh, I, I forgot about that part. Am I no? Am I back to being a dick to you? It comes and goes. That's kind of funny, though. No, the, here's the thing: the listeners got a kick out of it. Probably not your mother, though. You're probably your mother was very upset with me. No, probably. But other than my mom. Um, everybody who like people were like giving us feedback. Oh, it was so funny when you blinded Ryan all episode. People like seeing me getting taken down pegs. Yeah, <coughs> my, my my techniques are being studied by the highest members of the administration. <laughs> anyway, Topical. buddy. But but yeah. But the the, the so, point in all of this. So it's back. Is, we're, we're back to this never ending story of uh, crappiness. We are, and just this is. Who is Dr. Are, Luke's boss at Sony? He doesn't have a boss at Sony. He doesn't work for Sony. Sony... Is this a distributor? Yes. Okay. But look, this so, is... wow. This is, the, this is it, man. Like, we talk all the time about all the problems with record deals or exclusive recording agreements of any kind. The royalties are low. 360 provisions suck. Um, you don't own your masters. But ultimately, the biggest problem is control. Is somebody gets to control when you make albums, how you make albums, the process by which the albums are made and how many albums get made. And you, and if they decide that, and, and if you, and if it's exclusive, they're the only ones you get to make music with. So if they decide to stop recording with you just to make your life a living hell, they can do that. And uh, I was talking about this at the NAMM conference uh, during my talk a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. In this new music industry where hyper-creation is so important, where 
your fans expect you to put out new music all the time. Um, you can't afford to let somebody else decide when that music comes out. The only people that should be able to decide are you and your fans. So exclusive recording agreements are a disaster. And again, regardless of what actually happened in this Kesha Dr. Luke suit, because I, you know, I want to be very careful and not actually say who was right and who was wrong here. What we can say was wrong was this contract existing in the first place that caused two people to continue working together, forcing them to work together long after their relationships stopped being manageable. I'm about to uh, choke. <clears throat> Do you have any beverage here? I feel like you've unprepared. You drank the tea beforehand. You've got an empty bottle of water. This was a full bottle of water when I started working at this desk, and this was a full glass of tea, which I've consumed, and it's not doing anything. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, do you want to talk about something else? A yeah. Bit, a little bit more happier? Yeah. Okay, I've got an announcement. Really? Yeah. Oh. Do you should... not have it? You took no. it off? You did, did you want me to do the bold pronouncement statement? Yeah. Wait, you want me to pull it up real quick? No, it's okay. No, no, okay. No. What I want to do. You, you know what grinds my gears, Ryan? Okay. Have you ever been... Ryan, are you familiar with dress shirts? Have you I, heard of these things? I, I've been known to put one on from time to All time. Right. And you've gone shopping for them, assuming at like Macy's or Penny's or something. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Burdines. Uh, Burdines. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the two words I hate most when shopping for shirts: slim fit. Really? Yeah. Are, are you? I'm not unfamiliar with the scourge of slim fit. I, you know, as a husky gentleman myself, I've been I've been known to be frustrated yeah. by the slim fit shirt. Yeah, where it, if for whatever reason you haven't had to buy a dress shirt in the last few years, there's this thing called slim fit. Where guess what? You buy it. You're looking for a shirt in your size. For me, it's sixteen and a half, thirty four, thirty five. What's your shirt size? Uh, sixteen and a half, thirty three, thirty four. <laughs> you tiny man, you. <laughs> That's actually kind of big. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to be like a 14 and a half. Like, I, I like to wear 30. my dress shirts a little loose. I don't like to be hugged by my shirts. Hmm. I like I like it to be a little billowy. You like to be grimace. Yeah, kind of. You're like walking around just like with a, a huge... <laughs> anyway. I like, yeah. you know, I, yeah, so, so I like a little fit. billowiness. So slim the shirt will say the size, but when you get home, if you didn't know, it's actually a size smaller. They make the shirt a size smaller. You put the size that you think you want. Why? Why? Put the freaking size on it. No one, it's like, oh, hi, I like to buy uh, a, a large slim. What does that mean? It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's a large, we call it a large, but it's a medium. Why don't you call it a medium, you jagoffs? Is that, is, that what, is that what happened to you? Like you went to a store, you no, no, saw no, the I shirt. know the Scourge of Slim Fit, but now the problem is they're like half the shirts. They're more than half the shirts. They're everywhere. They're infecting the, re now they're called regular fit. You know what I call this? A regular fit shirt? A shirt. <laughs> Wait, do I have this wrong? I was always under the impression that the slim fit is actually just a different cut. It's not like the shirt's smaller. It's just it's cut differently to be more form-fitting. I talked Am to I a wrong? person. I talked to a person basically said it's like a size smaller. Well, yeah, then why don't they just make it the size that it is? Because they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy that made this is a friggin' oh, I just want to punch him. No, seriously, because like the thing, it's it's spread. It used to be like a little niche thing. Now it's like it, it's the shirts, the regular shirts are on the are on they're on their heels. Yeah, they're they're losing the offensive. Right. Okay? No, yeah, no, no. Everything I see now is slim fit. Yeah, and like when my wife goes and buys me shirts, like 
she's always getting the slim fit shirts and I'm just like you wish honey <laughs> no because also a lot of times they're the more prominent ones that are out there but it's like you look it's like oh cool look at this nice pattern oh look it's on sale so, oh, you look at the, you realize you look at the really small lettering slim fit fudge damn it <laughs> fools all right I gotta can't well, do this thing if you well if it is indeed true what you're saying that slim fit's just a size smaller can't you just go up a size and get that in slim fit because I don't trust the system <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Up is down. Black is white. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm actually in the middle of watching the new Ghostbusters. It's on the DVR. Have you, you haven't seen it? I, I know. I never it saw it last year when it came out. So what do you mean by you're in the middle of it? Like you got halfway through it and, and had to record a podcast? or? Yeah, I basically had something else to do, so I had to like walk away from it. I mean, it's all right. It's not, it's not the fact that, like, you know, it's just, I don't like reboots in general. So we we talked about this before last year. If they just continued on, it would have been probably great. But because they want to do a new story, it's like, eh. But yeah. I mean, Melissa McCarthy is hilarious. So is uh, Kate McKinnon and Kristen Wiig and Leslie Jones. You know, I'm not an idiot. Like, ooh, you can't make you can't make her boy movies. Stay away from her boy movies. So anyway, you're, you're fine with them doing a female reboot of Ghostbusters. I mean, it's, it's, it's also weird, like doing the Ocean's Eight thing. I'm I was like, just about why, to say, like, why are you calling it Ocean's Eight? Like, I want to see what the story is. Well, Unless well, Danny Ocean has a sister. I was about to say, what, I mean, because I'm guessing there's eight of them. Why else would, what else would they call it? And I'm guessing one of their names is Ocean. But I think because, though, it's such a... Well, I mean, we'll see how it is. It seems like an interesting, interesting premise. But anyway, so Slim Fit shirts, boycott them. Boycott if you see them? If you see them in the store, set them on fire. I thought this was going to come and be like, don't set things on fire. Please do not set things on fire. We do not endorse setting things on fire. I kind of don't want to get in your way when you're so angry like this. It's good stuff. Wow. You heard here, folks. Ryan Carella endorses setting things yeah, on fire. Pro arson. Well, so are, are you saying that I've had this wrong? Because I always thought that the Slim Fit was just a different cut. And I think you're, what you're telling me is that I've just bought into the lies from Big Dress Shirt. Right. Slim Fit is an alternative shirt. Okay. <laughs> We don't need alternative shirts here, all right? We don't need 1984 Aurelian shirts. All right? So, can I play a funny video? Yeah, sure. This will this will play really well. Well, on our audio medium. Well, cuz I mean at this point I just well, no, it, it's it's funny sound. You also just don't want to talk. I don't I don't want like look, I I got the Kesha Dr. Luke story in. Now I'm feeling sick. I'm I'm mad that you know, we may or may not have was supposed to have a guest this week who may or may not have showed up and all right, you know, you know what? It's the Super Bowl. I want right. to have some fun. Okay, you know, here, do your best Marcel Marceau impersonation. Oh, this is me playing the video. Oh, you, you. I saw. I was quiet. That's Marcel Marceau. I know. Okay, I'm gonna pl I'm gonna play this funny video. It's from a news reporter who does a funny uh, impression of stuff. Okay. I had never heard you do Elmo either. Oh until... no! Oh 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 oh! Don, it's gee. a good Elmo. Emma loves you. <laughs> I, I can hear the laughing in the control room, and no it's about 100 idea. yards that way. I had no idea he could do that, and I heard this noise. Yeah. At first, I thought it was Pikachu. My kids are big now. I forget Pika, about Pika, Elmo. Pikachu. I can do that one, too. <laughs> Come on. That's great. That's a, it's, a, it's a news wow. broadcast, and it's the weatherman. And listen to how he starts in the beginning where he does, like, the, oh, I didn't know I was going to do this, but it's seriously, like, secretly, like, he's been waiting for this oh, moment. No, let's say there's coordination here. Because then she happens to mention the other impression he does, yeah. Pikachu, like, and she just had that ready to go. This is coordination. 
There's something fishy going on here. One more time. I've never heard you do Elmo either. Oh, until no. Oh, 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 Don. It's oh, a good no. Elmo. I'm allowed to you. <laughs> Is that I, I can hear the laughing in the control room, no and it's about 100 idea. yards that way. I had no idea he could do that, and I heard this noise. Yeah. At first, I thought it was Pikachu. My kids are big now. I forget Pika, about Pika, Elmo. Pikachu. I can do that one, too. I wonder what his closer is. That's true. Anyway, Ryan, you know what that is? That's fake news. I mean, kind of. That's just, that's just fake news, buddy. Anyway, you got your video in there. Yeah, that, was, that was funny. Um, so, so today, buddy, it is the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, football. It is the Super Bowl. F off, NFL. We can say the words. Yeah, I know. I remember, I think, have we done, is this our third Super Bowl, second Super Bowl? Oh, God. We started in this... In August of 15, so this has to be our second Super Bowl. Second Super Bowl. I remember last year you were, you were also quite antagonistic towards them. The Super Bowl? Yeah. It's like, cause we can say Super Bowl over and over well, again. Well, like, it, it's frustrating because the NFL bullies people with this trademark. They've never heard of nominative fair use. And yeah, we can you can say Super Bowl. Nobody's There's no likelihood of confusion that they're going to think Super Bowl sponsoring our podcast. Or that we're broadcasting a Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> anyway. Are you excited for the game? Uh... I guess. I mean, once again, we don't have a dog in this race, although I don't want to see the Patriots win as a Dolphins fan. That's true. I know. I'm sick and tired of those guys. You know how they always do the map that shows like what states are rooting for which team? It, it's it, Let me guess. It's it's all, only Massachusetts for the Patriots. Everywhere else, it's Atlanta. The Patriots also have like Maine and Vermont and New Hampshire. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the New England. And that's it. Like the rest of the country and the world, in fact, is Falcons. Not because they're Falcon fans. Just nobody likes the Patriots. Some other reasons too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, the Super Bowl is a time for for betting. Lots of betting, yeah. Ryan. Lots of money changing hands, some legally, some not. We won't get into the, what you maybe have going on in your basement, you know, with some uh, Russian roulette and some Diddy Mao going on there, a lot of the deer hunter. We, we're, we're not interested in that. We're not interested in that. But do you, do you get into the prop bets? Well, I don't. I, I have I usually I mean I know there's you know length of time on uh on the anthem there's you know how the coin toss will be oh, yeah, those are the, some sort of stuff like yeah. that but what what are the some some of the more goofier ones this year right well so we got like so sticking with the national anthem wait hold on a second hold on a second hold on a second I feel like we need to put a pin in this send oh. you out to Houston to Radio Row first to then now discuss to be our Super Bowl correspondent on site oh yeah so we're gonna we're gonna take a little break right now. And for Ryan to get out to Houston, and then we'll come back with Ryan on Radio Row, okay? All right, sounds good. Also, I can get you can get some water. All right, sounds good. All right. Ryan here from the podcast. Shameless plug time. My new book, Break the Business, Declaring Your Independence and Achieving True Success in the Music Industry, is now available in paperback and an ebook. The book talks about how you can be your own boss in your music career and take control of your content creation, promotion, distribution, and fundraising. Get your copy on Amazon by searching Break the Business. It's a nice read for musicians and the people who love them. That's Break the Business, declaring your independence and achieving true success in the music industry. Thanks very much for your support. Oh, that's right, because you're sick. You want me to do this. That was kind of funny. That was actually really, really funny. Anyway, folks, we're we back. We just said that you were going to... Anyway, folks, we're back. Ryan has made his way down to Houston. We took a break. Long break. Ryan, you are live from Radio Row for the Break the Business podcast Super Bowl coverage. 
of the medium game. Anyway. The medium game. Yes. So anyway, Ryan, we were discussing, you may not remember this, this was like a, a day ago, Super Bowl prop bets. Yeah. So why don't you uh, regale us with some of the prop bets? Oh, yeah, some good ones. Um, I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on where you would come down on some of these, especially with some of the odds in place. Uh-huh. Um, several of them are just right around uh, Luke Bryan singing the national anthem. Yeah. There's always, of course, the classic of how long it will take for him to sing. Over under this year is two minutes, nine seconds. I'm taking the under because I've heard he's not that great of a singer. So why would he why would he stay any longer than he has to? Or you think maybe they'll, they'll just boo him off like at about a minute 20? Nothing will get booed off, but he's not going to like, you know, scat with it and like really try to hold out that last note. So definitely under on that one. Where, where do you fall on the Luke Bryan scale? Well, I, I it, that two minutes nine seems really short. I mean, and I get like country singers, I think, tend to go shorter because they tend to be part of the whole like, don't take liberties with the American, you know, national anthem burk, burk, burk crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of part of it. And I think men tend to be more efficient with the national anthem than women do. What are you doing here, Ryan? Uh, there's some, there's, can, I, can I say something funny here? Yeah. Uh, I'm breaking down Super Bowl coverage, man. Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's right, because you're, you're live at Radio Row. We That's paid right. for you to get out there. That's keep, right. Keep, continue. Ah, oh, man, nice nice weather here in Houston. Um, So what I think is funny here is it says when you're calculating the length for the the, uh, the song, it's spo- it says specifically from the moment he starts singing until the note Brave ends for the first time. So they specifically... Don't like if he go if he does like what Whitney Houston did back in the day, which is the the brave, the brave, the brave. Oh, really? That first ending of brave cuts it off. Right. At so, that point, it's just bonus content. That's right. So I guess the idea is, you know, maybe if Luke Bryan is, you know, you know, kind of, you know, in trouble with the mob and needs, you know, to kind of, you know, fix it. And like he realizes he's coming in short and he just tries to throw five Braves at the end to get over two minutes and nine seconds. He can't do that. Okay. All right. So that's <laughs> that's that one. What's our next prop bet? Oh, man, there's many here. I kind of don't want to do them all for that reason. Well, but... I mean, we might as well. You know, you we made the expense of sending you out to Houston. That's true. That's true. So let's go. Keep going. Um, What will Luke Bryan be wearing when he starts singing the national anthem? Blue jeans at one to two, which means you bet $2 to win $1. Or any other pants and shorts at three to two. He's wearing jeans. Yeah, that's. I mean, that seems kind of a safe bet there. But also, this that's a dumb bet. Anyway, next. But they're prop bets. They're not supposed to be intelligent bets. Um, will ooh 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 will any player from the Falcons or Patriots roster be seen kneeling during the national anthem on TV during the live broadcast? Yes, three to two. No. Uh, one to two. So I I feel like the no is easy money there. There's no way the NFL is letting anybody kneeling on their well, on TV. But they, no, but they can't do that. And I think if, and if there was a memorandum saying such, then there's definitely a yes. I want to go yes. I think they're going to edit it out. I, I, no, I think that's 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 an oh, easy because, no. Oh, that because is, we're on Fox? Well, right. I and mean, it's the Super Bowl. The NFL is not going to let them show a kneeling player during the Super Bowl. Like, they're going to watch it very carefully. Like, the director is going to be looking at, like, 100 cameras of players. Okay, hold on only going to pick the well, No, wait, 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 wait. What's the bet say? What's the bet say? Will any player on the Falcons or Patriots roster be seen kneeling during the National Anthem on TV during live broadcast? Note, must be seen while the anthem is being sung clearly on TV. A lawyer wrote that bet. Yeah, right? Do the casinos have lawyers writing bets? I probably because yeah, it's gotta be, be like, safe. Uh, excuse me, someone posted on Instagram they have a clear a picture clearly of Tom Brady kneeling. Oh, he's not gonna. 
Yeah. What's yeah? Well, I would love to know the odds of Tom Brady kneeling ten billion to one. Yeah, go Falcons. All right. So but, I, I think I think a player will kneel, but for that bet, that's interesting. But I mean, I don't know, dude. The um, no is free money. But you, no, but they, they are want, giving they money want away. Eyeballs, or do you think they're not going to want? If the whole idea is like, no, people will turn it off if they find a player kneeling. That's what I'm saying. Again, that's the dumbest thing ever. But you know. Uh, Vegas I, is wanna, giving you free money on no. Um, give me yes. Wow. Give me yes. Next prop bet, Ryan. By um, the way, do you see anyone uh, interesting down there? Who do you see down Radio Row? Oh, um, a lot of NFL legends, some of the great quarterbacks uh, of our day. I see Steve DeBerg. He's there. Uh, All right. Uh, Scott Mitchell. He's you know looking great. Um, okay. He's probably getting loose. Yeah, no, of course. You never know when you know somebody might call him back into service yeah. at the age of like 56. Um, uh uh, Mike Tomzak. Oh, nice! Does he hate me down there, Ryan? Oh, of course. Uh, you know the uh, the uh, you had uh, the, the XFL legend. Yeah, the, um, the, they had the thirty for thirty uh, last week. This was the XFL. Really? Yeah. Was that any good? Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you a big? It fan was better of the, than the league. Were you Were you a fan of the XFL when it came out? No. No. I I remember one of the teams had a Miami Hurricanes players, their quarterback, Ryan Clement, and I uh-huh. thought that was pretty cool. And that was the extent of what I thought was cool about the XFL. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Ryan Clement, and I stopped watching. That was, that that was, was bad it. football. Yeah, it was, it was really bad. There's no football. steel chairs. I think that's what I wanted. I wanted a steel chair. Um, so Next prop bet. Some of these are interesting here. What will be higher on Super Bowl Sunday? Tom Brady's rushing yards or... Sean Lynch? Donald Trump's interview with Bill O'Reilly in minutes. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Say it again. So what will be higher? The number of rushing yards Tom Brady will get uh-huh. or the length of Donald Trump's interview with Bill O'Reilly? Oh, I see. So if it's like in seven minutes. yards versus like seven minutes. Correct. Well, Brady's not going to really run unless he's scrambling for his life, but... He, he, yeah, he's not a mobile quarterback. Do we have his, do we have his rushing yards? Do we have... A, Ryan, did you bring the intern with you to get uh, the last yards he had against the rushing yards he had against the Steelers? You want me? To, you want me to pull up uh, Tom Brady's game logs? You know, if it's not too much trouble, Ryan, I sent you down there on the company's dime. That's fair. Uh, let's see. Can't believe this. This is great podcasting material right here. Um, Tom Brady against the Steelers. Man, this is good material. Uh, he ran for. Uh, what was that? Does that say zero? No. He ran for 13 yards against the Steelers. All right, you know what? Tom Brady. Tom Cause, Brady? Because that interview's got to fit in the broadcast. It's going to be in and out. Oh, no, no, no. It's 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 on, uh, the interview will be aired at 4 p.m. Oh, that's right. It's Fox. Yeah. Oh, that's so. kind of, but, but still, it's, it's just to fit within a TV segment. It was less than like five minutes. Trump's a talker. Really? Tom Brady. I mean, the only time he's brief is in tweets. Um, Tom Brady there? All right. Um, this seems like free money, okay? How many times will Gronk or Gronkowski be set on TV during the live broadcast over under three? Well, it's tough because he's not even going to be playing. Right. So they'll mention it, okay, while the game is on? Yeah, during the live broadcast. Okay, during live broadcast, but when, I mean, because during, is the live broadcast can also encompass the possibility of the ceremony if they win? Uh, oh, wait. Oh, if you want, I actually have a description here. From kickoff to final whistle, live broadcast only, halftime and commercials do not apply. And it's at three? Yeah. Ooh. I think I take the over. 
Yeah, I'll take the over. I feel like every time Tom Brady's throwing an incomplete pass, it's, oh, boy, he'd really love to have Gronk And they'll, pl- they'll go to the sideline. Oh, there's Gronk with a beer in his hand. Oh, there's Gronk with a, a piece of meat in there. Oh, there's, Gronk's running after the cheerleaders. There's Gronk with a nacho helmet. <laughs> oh, look, there's um, Gronk. Whatever, whatever. Next. <laughs> Next prop bet, Ryan. Um, Live from Houston. Wi- wi- speak, Will... Houston, we have a problem. Be set on TV during the live broadcast. Yes. Yes, at five to two. Yes. So you bet two dollars to get five. It's, it's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yes. Wow. That's that's a man. That's a yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, Ryan. Any other ones in there? Or oh, oh, any right. other good ones? Let me let me see if I can. Um, let's go with. Uh, oh, okay. Here you go. Uh, who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first? God. Team or teammates, coach, family, owner, Donald Trump at twenty to one. Oh, because that's 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 if it's Tom Brady. That's what that's that's what that uh, action is yeah. for. Or uh, does not mention anyone any of the above at five to two. Then no Peyton Manning, so there's no Papa John's. Right. Um. Uh, God. God. It's really? usually God. Yeah, I was gonna go with the team there. Yeah, usually it's God. Yeah. God is a keen interest in football. <laughs> Not hockey, apparently, but football. And uh, and finally, what color will Lady Gaga's hair be when she comes on stage for the halftime show? Blonde at one to four, mm-hmm. so you get very bad odds on that, or mm-hmm. any other color, five to two. She's she's blonde right now, correct? But does she come out with some wacky? Yeah, hair? no, it's it's gonna be it's gotta be wax. It's gotta be wacky, man. It's gotta be wax to the max. Is people want to show? I don't know. I think she's gonna go blonde, like when she like. Yeah, I think I, I, well, I think like... you can walk home. <laughs> All right, Ryan. So anything else you want to say uh, live from our Super Bowl coverage? No, I'm just going to hustle back into the studio as quickly as I can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I can't believe you made me do that while I was sick. Yeah, well, hey, we stopped recording. We got you some time here, you know. Oh, wait, why did we stop recording? I thought it'd be a funnier bit if I literally sprinted here. That's insane. You're not the Flash. Why can't I? I You're not Barry Allen. I want to be the Flash. I was going to say Barry Alvarez, but that's that's a writer for the Miami Herald. Wait, I thought he was like the coach of West Virginia. Who's the the writer for the Miami Herald? Isn't Barry Alvarez writer for the Miami Herald, too? Do you want to stall for 30 seconds while I look this up? No, I don't care enough. Okay, fair enough. But Hispanic the Flash would be Barry Alvarez. (laughs) Metal Minute? Indubitably. Now it's time for Dave's Metal Minute on the Break the Business Podcast. Yeah! That's right. Once again, it is time to step through the gates of hell and talk with my co-host who kind of sounds like me a little bit right now. Yeah, How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing terrible, actually. I'm going to drink a bit of water here. Water, Ryan, is for weaklings. In hell, you know what you drink? Um, Fire! Oh, see, I thought for sure it was going to be blood. You, you threw me off there, <laughs> Metal Dave. Yeah, Ooh, listen I that do that crowd. sometimes. They're loving you. Oh, I, I love the crowd, and now I will feed on you until you fade away into nothingness. Ah, I am satisfied. <laughs> oh. Good Wait. to see you, Metal Dave. Good to see you too, buddy. On the Super Bowl, right? Who do you got to? Who are you picking? Uh, Falcons. Falcons. I'm picking the Falcons. You want to know why? Why? Ryan, 
a black-winged bird of death approaching from the sky with razor-sharp talons that will claw and tear the flesh limb from limb from the Patriots and feast on their entrails. Betty Ice. <laughs> so you're picking solely based on the mascot, I'm guessing? Like the mascot is more cool to you than... Did you not hear, Ryan? No, a no, black I, wicked I got it. bird yeah. of death. Talons, yeah. <laughs> right. Do I know my favorite hockey executive? Who? Dale Talon. It's a very uh, local South Florida hockey uh, goat humor yeah. for all you folks. Yeah, kind of. Middle Dave does not care. But there's like one hockey fan listening going, ha! Damn yes. Coward. Ryan, first bit of news. It's a sort of good news, bad news situation here for Middle Dave here. Right, so Metallica is currently performing. Oh, sorry. That's in funny. Copenhagen, Denmark. They had four shows scheduled, buddy. Four shows opening a new arena. Wow. Two nights ago, they played the first show. And sadly, James, my man, my main cat, James, Papa Head, was sick, bro. Not doing well. You heard it in his voice. I sympathize. He didn't sound great. He actually stopped the show, Ryan. Yeah. Okay, and said, folks, you paid good money to be here. You paid to see us at 100%. We can't give that to you right now. I can't give that to you. So it's up to you. Do you want us to stop the show? Or do you want us to keep going? And the crowd, Ryan... Will James on? Will the band on to keep going? Because that's what Metallica does. All right. Not to be nitpicky there, but what were they going to do? We can't give you 100%. Uh, uh, do you want to go home and not get a show from this band you've been waiting for? Oh, yeah. You know, you're right. We'll go home. It's cool. We don't want to listen to any music. Of course, they're going to. They were him. playing four shows, Ryan. They had other shows going. Actually, uh, what's today? The fifth? Today is the 5th, yes. Today's show has been postponed due to doctor's orders and has been rescheduled for September. But anyway, right, this band is professional. These aren't like these little weaklings, the Beavers of the world, these little pop acts. Oh no, my head hurts. I'm going to cancel on people that paid $400 for a ticket in their back row. I'm going to walk off after three songs since I'm a diva. That's Fuck you, bro. Wow. This is Metallica. This is metal. That's actually a fair point. I guess a lot of artists would cancel when they get sick. Yeah, so, all there's right. no walking right. around a stage with dancers just being all pissy and looking like, okay, I guess I'll do this now. Well, I guess I'm being turned. Screw you, bro. Be a professional. Backing tracks. <laughs> this, this started off as a Metallica story. It just turned into you getting to hate on modern pop artists. They bring it on themselves, Ryan. But... They have a special place waiting for them. Hell! You see, wait, that that seems counterintuitive. Aren't you from hell? Would you? Wouldn't you not want them there? That's true. The Dark Lord is infinite wisdom. Will banish them to heaven, and then they'll be God's problem. That's right. Yeah, that makes more sense. And he has to deal with those losers. That's right. Yeah, I figured hell would be like the place to be for music. You don't want them there. No. <laughs> Next bit of news. 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 Whoa. Just trying things out. Yeah, yeah, no, you're workshopping. <laughs> right. Yes. 
don't know why that makes me laugh so much. Also, in a bit of sad news here. A lot of sad Last news. night, Black Sabbath took their final bow in Birmingham, England. Oh, I wasn't sure how to play that because it was kind of sad and that's kind of like cool, powerful music. Yeah. We don't have Black like a softer Sabbath version of that. It's done. The end tour is done. It is ended. That's it? They're done? They're never playing again? That's what we've been led to believe. Because, yeah. Unless they pull a Barbara Streisand and share. <laughs> but anyway, I, Metal Dave was super stoked that he went to see them at the Ozfest Notfest down in, back in September, if you recall. Yeah. But that's it, man. Black Sabbath. Done. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Our Metal Forefathers retiring. Riding off to Valhalla. Boy, your trip to Houston really kind of made you lag here. Um, but between the illness and the all the running I just had to do just now to get back to the studio in Miami, it's been a tough segment. Actually, Metal Dave's going to get on that Lady Gaga prop head. Do you know what, what color she's going to dye her hair, Ryan? What what color? Blood red. Well, you're getting good odds for that. You're going to make some money. Yeah, 666 to 1. Well, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you're right. I, I Well... If you want to, here's another color one. Right? You know what insult actually made its way to hell? Schmuck. Yeah. You're a schmuck. Pretty ironic that a, a Yiddish word would make it to hell, given that particular religion's position on its existence. Um, well, here's another color prop, Ben, if you want to weigh on it. What color will the liquid be that is poured on the winning coach? Clear, green, orange, yellow, blue, purple, or red? I'm going to go off the board, Ryan. Yeah. It will be a black viscous liquid made from the pure essence of sinners and demons alike, combined with a bit of red to form an unholy masterpiece. Oh, wait. I see that here at the bottom at uh, eight to one. That's actually be a good sidekick, Ryan. That's the first time ever being helpful. <laughs> Out of all these shows, it's your first Meaningful contribution to the segment. I do that, too. And just like that, it's gone. Yeah. Ryan. Yes. Next bit of news. Oh, great. Cats are coming to the Westminster Dog Show, Ryan. What? Yes. In a sign of the end times coming, the master has decreed. Cats. At the Westminster Dog Show. But uh, cats don't have their own show? I don't know. Is it separated by breed? I mean, do they get to be part of like best in show? Like can a cat win the dog show? No, they're not they're not gonna be competing, okay? It's they they've exhibit exhibit exhibit. There we go. I can't speak. <laughs> yes, right. It's a break from 141 years of tradition of just Dogs and hounds of hell. They will share a showcase with the dogs. They will take part in their own booth, though. For the cats, they generally do decorations of the booths, and they're really there to have the animals, animals interact with the public and answer questions that people may have. Apparently, the animals are answering the questions the way this is written. Yeah, that seems that's, that's kind of sloppy prose, to be fair. To yeah. The exhibition also includes some fancy footwork for the felines, Ryan. 
They will be putting on a cat agility demonstration where the cats are being led through an obstacle course of sorts. Metal Dave has been part of planning that obstacle course, Ryan. Do you know what it'll be? Oh, I'm excited for Jumping this. over pits of spikes, dodging sinners as they're being thrown at them, but also then get to scratch them up as part of their punishment for listening to pop music. <laughs> the cats will feast on their flesh, Ryan, along with the Hound of Cerberus. Right? There's even a cat here called Jungle Tracks Abiding Ovation. A Bengal cat, very striking. But Ryan... Middle Dave is going to enter his cat. Oh, really? Yeah. Do I know his name? Yes, I do. Lucifer bringing damnation! That's a lot to fit on a collar. Yes. He's got all his vaccines, so he's all set and cool. Well, that's good. Yeah, you know, you gotta... gotta... Right, do you know how many lives he has? Yes, but why don't you tell us? 666! <laughs> it's good stuff. Yes. <laughs> With all the cats there, all the hell cats, there's going to be so many lives. The exponential values of lives. It's going to be like a, a factorial of lives. <laughs> My favorite thing you do, Metal Dave, is when you say long sentences that run on. That's always funny. When you say syllable, like words with many syllables, that's hilarious too. Or when you just say my name. That's good too. Anti-disestablishmentarianism, Brian! (laughs) That's good stuff. All right. Anyway, it's time for me to go back to hell. (laughs) Oh, so I figured you had more there. Now it's time. Uh, And we still never figured out a way to end this segment with better music, Ryan. Do it, or I shall cut for your soul! All right, great. That was great, Metal Dave. Thanks. Uh, We appreciate you coming on. We appreciate Ryan heading out to Houston. We also had an interview that he did with uh, Joe Montana that we had to cut for time. Yeah, you know, these things. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I think that's that's a pretty good show. You got to stop talking and get better. Um, Folks, remember to answer your emails and send out emails. Be professional. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Actually, I won't see you next week. I'll be out of town. Ryan will see you next week. See you next week. Break the Business Podcast. Bye.